I ask no favor for my sex. All I ask of our brethren is that they take their feet off our necks. And that little girl was me. It's your girl, Dr. Matthews, the accountability specialist. And then we have my my ace boom co co-host Wendell King the second, who is the communication specialist and the political specialist, of course. And I know we haven't really been on y'all. Y'all know we've been busy, we've been spread thin, y'all, but we ain't forgot about y'all. Trust me, we we got the tea tonight. What's going on, Wendell? I'm great. How are you, Dr. Matthews? I'm doing good, doing good. Well, first of all, we know you had a birthday, and I just want to say happy birthday again to you and Dr. Thank Sharia you. Force. Yes, I love Thank both of you. Thank you for coming to one of the events. It was great seeing you. I thought I was going to see you this past Sunday. I was surprised to I see you. I, I was you surprised to see you. You know I got shady because I was like, wait a minute, hold up. Uh, y'all had a second one, and so then Dr. Cherie was like, "We, you was invited." I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry," because I was about to that go in. You to come to? <laughs> I know, man. I would have loved it, man. I just, oh Lord, I don't be knowing what days it be sometimes, child, because you know they just be keeping us busy, honey. Lord. That's okay. Well, it was, it was still great seeing you. And hi to everybody. I know that I've been out for a couple of weeks dealing with a lot. Life happens and you just grab the bull by the horn and ride it out. So that's what I've been doing, just riding it out. <laughs> All good, because guess what? At the end of the day, everything has a purpose. And we have purpose in everything that we do. So, hey, we just, you know, we they just need to clone us. You know what I mean? Because we just good at what we do. Yeah. Sorry. But that's just what it is. What's <laughs> <laughs> well, good at what they do? Wendell, tell me, what is your thoughts about T.I. and Tiny with their little frisky business they got going on, though? I mean, well, the first thing is, I thought you said good at what they do. Because obviously one of them are not fulfilling the other in the bedroom if they have to bring a third wheel in to fulfill the other person. So somebody is not good at what they do. Somebody thought they were good. <laughs> no, Dr. Matthews, I think that it is sick. And allegedly, if it is true what the, the media and those women are saying happened. I think that they both should be ashamed of themselves. And I think that they both should be um, executed. I think they both should be tried and they should be 
they they need to they need to deal with the consequences of this because drugging people to get what you want or to get the needs you want is completely um it's disgusting. So basically what you're saying allegedly they doing a Bill Cosby. <laughs> they doing a Bill Cosby, a Harry Weinstein, uh uh <laughs> John Travolta, they're doing a um they're doing a Jay-Z with, with Beyonce when she was just 16. They tried to act like they weren't already together. They're doing, you know, all those things. Like, oh, yeah. R. Kelly, they're doing all of that because this is the thing. Either they use, somebody said, my mouth is closed. Either they use their position of power to get it or they drug them. Either way, it's disgusting and they should be ashamed of themselves. They should be appalled. Mm-hmm. They both have, and then they both have daughters. Here's the thing: the youngest young lady is 20 years old. Tiny's daughter is 20 years old. I don't know if they think about that. Um, um, Ti's daughter that he took to go find out if she had broken her virginity at 18 is now 19. So you want to check to make sure she's still a virgin while you're still in virginity. Yeah. Talk about it. But you know what? More than anything, though, Dr. This is when I expect those celebrity friends of theirs to hold them accountable. Because what they did was completely... But I promise you, they will not speak out against it. But this is the same T.I. that tried to attack Megan when she was shot by Tory Lanez, right? This is the same T.I. that came out against Tory Lanez when he found out that it was true that he really did shoot Megan. Now it's your turn, T.I. Mm. I'm just going to tell you like it's this. Your- it's, it's easy just to have one woman that run around here having all these folks in your bed and soon as mad they come, they going to have your ass on the chopping block. It's simple. It ain't that much to be going around for all of that. Now, you just need to sit your ass down. Just sit down. It's not it's that cheaper simple. Cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I feel so sorry for it. And, I'm, and I probably get beat up over this because I love black women so much. I, I feel sorry for Tiny because it would be ignorant of us to act as though this was not her trying to please her man. Because she's lived a whole life with him of doing all she can to please her man. Because this is the woman that waited 15 years. But this is the woman that waited 15 years to even get married to him because he wouldn't marry her. But this is also a woman that had no record and they were in California. He was riding around with weed on parole and she took the weed charge for him. So this is a woman that is used to abuse. I'm going to tell you something. I fought her because first of all, Ain't no way no nigga gonna tell, ooh, excuse me, y'all. Ain't no way no man gonna tell me that I could bring another woman or another whoever in that bedroom. Because, baby, I'm gonna be like, who you think you talking to? Sucker. Okay? We ain't doing that one. Number two, I ain't taking no damn charge for your ass. That's number three. Number four, I'm not gonna be sitting up here waiting 16 years to marry your ass. And then when you die, then they gonna put on there, oh, this is T.I. little friend. Baby, I kicked that whole motherfucking coffin over. I ain't trying to hear none of this shit. 
But Dr. Matthews, you know just as well as I know because of the line of business you're in, trauma looks different on each canvas. It does, but I'm still gonna say this, baby. No, I, I'm I'm not feeling that one. Like that that's really all on her, and I, I just I need her to do better. That's all I'm saying. I love my black sisters, but I'm gonna need you to do better. Well, I don't think you have a choice now, because Mama's about to deal with this. Um, Mama's baby, about that's... to deal. With but you know what? It reminds me of the Andrew Comos of the world. Oh, you your know, friend. <laughs> You know, but all of these people that are used to a world of abuse, they are used to a world of abuse. And so now they have to now be reintroduced to a world of calling out abuse. And they don't understand the way it looks because they are so normalized. They are so um, committed to the old lifestyle of where it's okay to slap a woman on the ass, even if she wants it or not. They're okay with that. And so now they are reaping the repercussions of that world. So and I'm all for it. The main yeah. one in the strip club, too. She'd be the main one up in there. Let them put it all up in her face. Girl, go sit down. So, okay, switching gears. So what is your take on the royal issue with Meghan and Prince Harry? Because did you see the interview? I saw it. You know what? I've been flipped that whole motherfucking Buckingham Palace. You understand me? You tell me about my baby gonna be coming out looking black. I'm gonna slap everybody up in there. Yeah. Like that, that was so racist. Like I am not okay with that. But I, I really, I really, really, really give Prince Harry kudos because at the end of the day, you're not gonna just sit up here and just let your family just like just really just come at your wife like that. Like he was willing to give everything up just for his wife and his family. I, I'm 110% I'm with that. But what I'm not 110%, I've been slapped that ugly ass daddy. I've been slapped that ugly ass uh, grandma. The ugly ass, uh, everybody up in there. Cause all you know what I'm saying? Y'all look like no You know what I'm saying? You you run around here knowing you 40 years old looking like you 70. Get the fuck out of here, man. I'm trying to hear all that. And y'all got the dance we want to talk about a, 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 a child that's mixed with black and worried about what color the child gonna be. You better worry about your damn uh what they call it, that 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 crow's feet around your damn eyes and shit. Ugly. Yeah, I, um, I I I agree. I think that Princess Diana, his mother. Um, is the greatest example of why he chose to do what he did. Because he had the guts and the nuts to do what his daddy did not have the guts and nuts to do. And that was to protect his family at all costs. Right. And so I think that Prince Harry should be applauded. I think that Megan should also be applauded because she endured so much. I think that we're all... Everybody in America is weird to me right now that is acting like they're just so amazed that this is happening because they forgot that when the Portuguese went to Niger River in Africa and got the Afri the first set of African slaves, they paid off a debt to, London, to, to England, to Europe. They paid off a debt with black bodies. They just called us Moors instead of Nibbles. 
So I think that it's really important that we understand that racism was created in Europe. And yes. people forget that, but it was created in Europe. And it yes. traveled around. We literally were there to pay off a debt that the Portuguese had with the Europeans. So why are we surprised at the fact that they treat black people this way? Look at Megan. She is a black woman that is passable as a white woman. And they are still treating her like the bottomless pit of shit. So just imagine if she was a darker woman. Mm -hmm. Imagine how they view them. And Pierce Morgan, with his frail, built ass, he said he had the audacity to sit there and attack her for the entire time they've been married. And he come to find out it's because he liked her, tried to date her. She shunned him. He told her about a party, and that's the party she met, Prince Harry. So we now find out that he hated her all these years because she didn't want him. The plight of a black woman, how dare she say, I am not interested in you. But so, you know what? Yeah. The black woman is the most unprotected species in the world, right, at this point. All over, period. We are the most unprotected. And, I, and, and my heart went out to her when she said that she wanted to commit suicide. Like, oh. it was just a lot that was going on there. And you know what, Megan, you need one of them cousins like me that will come in there and be like, who who wants some? Because I'm going to slap everybody bitch ass up in here that's over here messing with my cousin. You see what I'm saying? All yeah. she got to do is say the word, baby, and I'm coming in there. I'm slapping grandma on everybody. Everybody. Who else got yeah. something to say? That she, is, that I is, agree. I do agree. Is, did you see the letter? That the, the royal family yeah. wrote like they didn't know what was going on. Man, shut the hell up. Y'all know. No, the way switch gears. No, the way they tried to switch gears and say how she was mean and nasty to staff. Girl, shut up. Shut up. Y'all did not like this woman from the beginning. Now, I do have to give, you know, I like to be balanced in my reporting. Because that's okay. what Sabino Sanford Walker, Professor Sabino Sanford Walker at the Texas University taught us to always be balanced and fair in our reporting. You have to also understand that Megan had to know that she was walking into a, a booby trap. So I can't just ignore the fact that she had to have known that things were not going to be easy with a black woman being the, the, the martyr of, of a start in this case. She had to have known that there was going to be a lot of obstacles. So I'm not trying to disregard the fact that she should not be so sensitive because she chose to do this, but it still does not make it right that they are doing this and treating her this way in 2021. And they're not just treating Megan this way. They're showing us how they feel about us. Clearly. You understand what I'm saying? And, and then, it, like like you said earlier, it's really not a surprise because uh, uh, Hilaire, where did slavery come from? Heller, who was the one that was making the money off the backs of these slaves when they first got started? Heller. So my thing is, um, who gonna check Tyler Perry though? Because Tyler Perry said they can come stay in his motherfucking house. And then on top of that, he doing Medea, the witness Medea. thing. So who who go who gonna check him? Medea did say that. Medea did say that. But 
Chris Harris, I'm glad that he just made it known. Like a lot of people, a lot of black Americans was trying to shift the narrative and make it seem like Tyler Perry was a savior. But I'm glad that um, Chris Harris did make it clear in the interview with Oprah that he is paying for security and all of this with the money that his mother left him. Mm, and it's a lot of... It is, it is so sad that this is all because he married a black woman. Mm. If he wouldn't, it, it could have been any other race. You know what? Those people, this is something that's been embedded in that family for centuries. You know what I mean? And finally, someone yeah. was able to break that generational curse who had the balls to do it. So sad because your ugly ass daddy damn show ain't had with his old ugly ass. Oh, that would get me started. Megan has always been a feisty girl, though, because when she was in elementary school, I read this like I actually saw the, the performance. But when she was like in maybe fifth, fourth or fifth grade, mm -hmm. she was pissed off about um, a, bag, a box of cereal. I want to say it was Wheaties. Um, well, whatever the cereal was called, they were saying that the, the thing was just saying it was made for men, like to give boys strength and this and that. And she wrote a letter to then First Lady Hillary Clinton, and she wrote it also to senators and report um, representatives because her black mother told her when she came home mad about it, her black mother said, well, what are you going to do about it? And her mama, her oh, mother put yeah, and they wrote, the, they wrote a letter to Hillary Clinton and they sent it to um, senators and re representatives and everyone. And Hillary Clinton responded mm -hmm. and told her little girls like her will help change the world one day. Mm -hmm. Hillary got in contact with the cereal, the people who produced the cereal, and got in contact with Megan and her mom. Long story short, they changed the, the theme of this particular cereal box and made it for everyone. They made it not just for boys, but for everyone. So these are just testaments of how strong she is and the tenacity that she actually holds within herself. So I think that Megan is truly, she has made herself an icon because she chose Ooh, to be yeah. a model. want to stop whining. She has, but see, Megan is one of them old hood ass cousins though, to go over there and shake that shit up. Because you come over here with that bullshit, I'm gonna have Nook Nook and Pookie come over here and like this whole Buckingham Palace up. That's all Maybe I'm saying. Nook and cooking them at home because she they go over there to Europe. They go, <laughs> they go find them smelling somewhere. <laughs> 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 they go find them with the air. <laughs> oh Lord! But I'm saying because my heart keeps out. My heart just went out to a Wendell, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't like to see other people get bullied, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, I was saying to myself, child, you should let me have be your cousin, honey, because, baby, I would have went over there and lit all their asses up. Whole parliament, everybody would have caught that thing that day. Straight up. Yeah. It's just really, a monarchy is really weird within itself because it is an establishment. And Correct. it's not a regular family. It is an establishment. So I, I, I can't stop saying that Megan had to have known it was going to be a struggle. I think what it is is that she's surprised at how much of a struggle. Well, Prince Harry already kind of let her know what it was. I, I'm sure he did because especially by her not being the right color. I don't care if you like it, it you're black. His mother was the right color. His mother was the right color, just within a part of her royal blood. Mm -hmm. Mind you, like 
But see, what but they like well, see, you know what though, Wendell? But what they liked about the mama, baby, she was like, Y'all not about to tell me. Y'all not about to do this. Y'all not about to do that. And then they turned around and killed her ass. If he would have got a whole um, Candace Owens, they oh. would have dealt with But they would have dealt with it better, though, because Candace Owens would have been walking around in an old maid suit, acting like she role playing. Don't even get me started on her, because if I even see her in DC, I'm going to slap her ass. And I'm just being one well, of them. Well, while we're talking about racist pigs painting in pink blankets, what do you think about The Bachelor and the issue with The Bachelor? Well, the see, host of The Bachelor. See, I haven't really just looked at that show. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I don't know. It just didn't really grasp my attention because I guess it wasn't ratchet enough. I don't know. Yeah. You know, tell, tell me Kind of just bring me up to speed about it. I may start looking at it. I don't know. Well, there was, they just had their first male bachelor, black male. They just had their first black male bachelor. And one of the women that was um, number one contender, and I, and she, I think she actually won, or she's still a fighter contender. In 2018, while she was in college, they had, a, um, oh my God. It just slipped my mind. Antebellum. They had an antebellum party. And for those of you who don't know what an antebellum party is, antebellum was a popular uh, plantation in Louisiana. And so they had an antebellum party where they all dressed up in Southern outfits and they were slave owners. Long story short, this was just in 2018. Well, when she auditioned to be on the show, they found out about this. It was exposed. People that went to college with her exposed all the pictures and everything, and they kept her on. Well, previously, they had the first black bachelorette, and she now works for, um, I don't want to say the, the television station because I want to get it wrong, but um, extra, extra, extra. She works for extra. Well, anyway, she interviewed the host to find out why would you allow this woman to be on this show? Mind you, this is a black woman. When I say black woman, I mean she's my skin tone, maybe a little darker, gap in the mouth. Black woman, right? But she was a she was the first black bachelorette. She was the first minority bachelorette. And so she's interviewing him and she asked him, why would you have her on here knowing these things? He said, well, in 2018, that wasn't a problem. In 2021, we become sensitive and it's a problem now. And she told him because she saw him as being cavalier. And she said, this was a problem in 2018. This was a problem in 2005. This was a problem in 1995. You know, she went down the line educating him and he laughed it off as though it was nothing. And everyone attacked him. I have two issues with this. Number one, the black man that is the first black bachelor is a powder puff queen because I do think that he is gay. He's closeted gay, and he only likes white women. So my first problem with it was he was insulted on the first episode, and they, they, and they aired it, where he told them pretty much, just because I'm black doesn't mean I want black women. He pretty much just told them straight up, bring me some other colors up in here. So he's a whitewashed Negro with little dick energy, right? So he's on there already. And then you defend this white racist lady 
that in 2018, just two and a half years ago, went to an antebellum party and posed for pictures as though it was cute to say that she owned slaves. But this is the America we live in. This is when we look at people like what's, um, people like Queen Elizabeth, Prince Charles, and all those other hoes in Europe, and we see them for who they are, and we're forced to understand that this is how they see us. See, I posted on Facebook today or yesterday, but I posted racism is an energy. People like to assume that you have to call me a nigger in order to be racist. But racism is an energy. The woman that grabbed, the white woman who grabs her pearls when she see a black man coming did not call that black man a nigger. But we know that it was because of his race that she grabbed her pearls. The mm -hmm. black, the white man exercised over the very dark-skinned woman and immediately went into lust mode, even though she may have been lackluster or mediocre at best, was based on her race. Racism is not always seemingly negative. Racism can still have a positive intent. It just means that you made the judgment based off of my skin. It's an ideology. This, it's an, it is completely. It, it is not a myth. It is not a myth. And it's not, it, it can be seen as theology. It, it can be seen as theology, but the reality of racism is that it's an energy. It's an energy. You just know it. You can feel it. Your intuition sparks immediately when someone tells you, if they look at Candace and say, oh, you are a pretty black woman. So black has to be a part of my pretty. Or I remember Jane Elliott, which I love Jane Elliott, and I've had the, the luxury of meeting her several times. I have great pictures with her. I know her daughter. We're good friends. I love them to death, right? But Jane Elliott, I'll never forget, she told one of my students, the mayor at Texas Southern, he had blue hair in his head. And she said, I've never seen a black man with blue hair. And this is Jane Elliott. This is a white woman that is an activist for black power to white people. She goes around the world teaching white people how to treat black people, but she still had a racist moment when she told a black man, I've never seen a black man with blue hair. Would she have told a white man, I've never seen a white man with blue hair? So this is what we're dealing with with The Bachelor, with, uh, with Europe right now, with the monarchy. We're dealing with racism being unfolded and the stories that were, that were untold are now being told. And in the words of one of my favorite people of the 1960s movement, Angela Davis, the revolution will not be televised. But in 2021, the revolution will be televised because we catch y'all left and right. And it is what it is. Well, speaking of which, since we're talking about racism, then let's talk about the racism that's happening right there at HISD, okay? With uh, Superintendent Dr. Lathan, Masara, right? Okay, she was superintendent for like what? Uh, interim superintendent for like over, I know for sure, over three years. And y'all still job. She done took uh, underrated schools out of IR and she pretty much stood in the way to keep them from closing the historical black schools. And she's not good enough for her to be the superintendent of this specific district. And she's proven herself that she is very competent.
and then also has the tenacity and the capacity to do the work? Really? So we only have three African-American board members, but then the rest of these sap suckers, clearly it's no, it's no longer no covert racism. You made it real clear what it is for y'all. Y'all do yeah. not want a black woman to be the superintendent of HISD. And and what was so sad about it was that she was taking the abuse. She was just taking it and taking it and taking it until she was like, you know what? I'm going to say what she can't say. Y'all bitches can kiss my ass because last I checked, I'm taking and I'm going somewhere else. I have the education, I have the tenacity, and I have the exemplary leadership in order to go and, and flourish anywhere else. Okay? So now, yeah. I'll be gone come July 2021, so your bitches better try to find something else. And what's so bad about it is that our children are going to suffer behind their poor decision. But, oh, baby, I got some tea for you want to hear this tea. <laughs> Why yeah. State Repair Dudnam is doing a bill to where they want TEA to take over HISD. Well, just in case y'all don't know, HISD, HISD is, is Houston Independent School District. It is the third largest school district in our nation, in the United States nation. It was number two for a number of years. L.A. just had a school district to emerge above by, by a few hundred. New York has number one. L.A. has number two. Houston ISD has number three. Um, I'm reminded of 2017 when the footage of the board meeting got out. Just so you know, Dr. Matthews, when she's talking about it, these are Latin X people, not white Americans, not European Americans, but these are Latin X, since y'all love coupling black and brown people as though we are so one. The Latin X community bombards Houston Independent School District, and their board is made up by 90% Latin X. And in 2017, they went public and said that they felt that the superintendent of their district needed to be a Latin person because 60% of the district was Latin. And so they felt like it should be a Latin person just because the district was 60% Latin X. So this reminds me of why I get irritated as shit when people love to couple black and brown people under one umbrella because I am forced to remind them that some of us were raped and kidnapped and forced to plank at the bottom of ships to come to this country, while others actually swam across seeking refuge. There's a difference. So when you're dealing with that difference, and that's just reality. If you want to fight with somebody, fight with your mama who didn't tell you, because this is just the reality. This is the truth behind it. But when you're dealing with this, they are, if you've ever been to Miami, you'll, you'll connect with what I'm saying. When you get to a place where majority is Latinx, they quickly become European Americans as far as their mindset. They immediately become the power system because they feel as though they have the ability to control the narrative. And Black folk do not belong there. And this is that case. But if I could remind you 
that although Latinx is above the Black American community by 2% in population, the Black American community is still above the Latin community and the European community in far, in, as far as retail reach, which is what keeps our economy going. Retail is not just clothing, smart men and women. It is clothing. It, it is cars. It is houses. Black folk are still the ones spending the bigger dollar on these things. So when these people get to these positions where they feel as though they are bigger or better than, it reminds me of the Negro that chooses to send their child to a PWI because they feel like HBCUs are not good enough. It reminds, I'm not saying that's what all of them do, I'm just saying those that do, because we know people that send their kids to PWIs because they feel that HBCUs are not good enough. It reminds me of those people that were born and raised in these hoods, but they send their kids an hour down the way to go to high school or middle school because they feel like the black school of their neighborhoods are not good enough, right? So that's what it reminds me of, but then it should remind them that no matter where you go, no matter how dressed up you get, no matter how bright-eyed and bushy-tailed you show up at the front door, you will still be a Negro to them. Because to the Latinx community, she was still a Negro. This woman was more than qualified. She was overly qualified. And they looked over her three times in a row. They looked over her three times in a row, but what she did was what I wish most of us would do. She took all her Black intelligence and Black talents, and she found a Black city with a Black school district that would pay her what she deserves and will respect her the way she deserves to be respected. And it's the largest school district in the nation. That so, is yeah. what that is what it's all about. She's about to and get that, her coins. That she's getting her coins, but she's getting her coins, but at the same time, she is finding peace. And I want people to know I'm not beating up anybody who went to a PWI or anything. I'm saying that if your intentions were because you felt like it was better than shame on you because you took your child to a school that only allowed them there in the fifth is if they was cleaning the toilets. Mm. Took them to a school that each building is named after somebody who had slaves. Mm. Walking over sewages every day that is breathing the smell and the sweat of a slave that was murdered. Mm. So stop that we are better than if we send our kids away from because the end result is the first black person to ever make it into the vice presidency or president went to an HBCU. Oh. What's next? Well, Mr. Hot Wheels is added again. See, I'm about sick Ooh. of his. Look here. First of all, hold up. This man is the king of deflection. Okay, you you turn around all of these catastrophic events that's been happening in Texas. It's under your watch, dumbass. Okay, so no, you can't blame Sylvester Turner. No, you can't. Okay, because when you tried to cover him with that Urkai shit, we turned around and pulled up that letter where Sylvester Turner stated the concerns that happened 10 years later. Okay, then let's talk about how you run around here and appointed these people. But then you want to run around here like, oh, I'm going to fire them. Okay, then no dumbass is going to open <laughs> up Texas 
percent with no mask, no nothing. Everybody has not been vaccinated. But then you have the audacity to want to come at President Biden about these immigrants in Mexico. First of all, you didn't open up one of the largest states. Matter of fact, you and the other jackass in Mississippi is the one that's opening up the goddamn state 100%. Like, really and truly, you don't give a fuck about us. Because if you did, you wouldn't have done that dumb ass shit. Like, you, you didn't have nobody to speak to that is an actual medical professional where you have to listen to science. You run around here doing this Donald Trump ass shit. And just know we're going to roll your ass up at that damn Capitol come 2022. Okay, so keep fucking up like you're doing. Keep on because I'm just letting you know it's gonna be a strong Democratic ticket that's gonna take that ass out. You and that indicted uh, Attorney General stinking ass. So it's just to me, I just don't get it. Like, why would you you want to put wealth over people's health? You understand what I'm saying? Like, everybody has not been vaccinated, dumbass. All of a sudden, now you didn't got your vaccination. So now you want to open up everything and, and want to fuck over the black folk and, and Mexicans and everybody else. Look here, y'all. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all better not sit over here and listen to that bullshit-ass Governor Abbott. I'm telling y'all now, unless you got some life insurance or unless you got the same medical care that motherfucker got. If you know your ass don't got that shit, you better wear that damn mask and get that vaccine and go sit your ass down somewhere. Because he don't give a damn about y'all. He clearly he don't. He don't give two flash. Yeah, I agree. I think that is absolutely disgusting. Um, but I think that he's trying to take a page out of Donald Trump's book of lies and it's not working with deflections because he made such a huge mistake with ERCOT. Um, when Barack Obama was president in 2012, Barack Obama tried to put um, all types of tariffs on ERCOT and the state of Texas to force them to become a part of a grid outside of Texas. Texas is the only state that has an independent electricity um, firm during the, during the state. Therefore, we're not the only ones that run out of energy. We're just the only dumbasses that had nobody to borrow energy from. Because we are on a grid independent. Right. So what happened was he knew that he was under hot water with that. And he threw this out there because he knew that it would get the attention off of him. No, sir, Handy Dan, you are still under the spotlight and you cannot run. Literally. But you know, yeah, what, what, what really killed me with this shit, when he turned around and did that, you know you know the visual that I got? It's back in the day when you were one of your cousins or somebody's house who house everybody used to go to and it used to be nasty, full of roaches. And then when you go in that damn kitchen and cut that light on and that roach will freeze like a motherfucker. That's what that reminded me of. <laughs> you can't freeze on this one, boo-boo. You, you can't read freeze. all through your whole playbook, big dog. We read you know Maya told us when somebody tells you who they are, believe them the first time. Abbott has been telling us who he was since that first run. When Hurricane Hardy hit, he showed us exactly who he was. 
And people just choke. See, people feel sorry for his ass because he was in that wheelchair. But I thank God that I have a lack of empathy because it didn't move me that he was sitting there in that wheelchair. Because I know for a fact that uh, many people that are handicapped are ruthless and dirty. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm not trying to beat up all handicapped. I'm not saying all handicapped are dirty. But I know a lot of handicapped people. I know a lot of people like him that they literally lash out because they are angry because of the state that they are in. That is an evil man. And he is always interviews that he did. He was very angry. He was very um, like confrontational and everything with this guy. And then, he you know, on his ass, you know, he blames huh? everything on Sylvester Turner. Like, <laughs> look here. When he did that interview, look here, when he did that interview with Dale and said, and 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 on Houston, well, you can thank your mayor who's the state rep who voted on it. We I'm like, I'm like, board of directors for Aircon. No, but wait a minute. I'm like, oh, hold on, wait a minute. Let us put some pivot in it because maybe we about to pull this letter <laughs> because this letter is showing the concerns that. Mayor Sylvester Turner had when he was a state rep, and the concerns that he had happened 10 years later. So, yeah, let's talk about that, Mr. Howard. I can vote for anybody today off of what I see on paper if I don't know them. That doesn't mean that two years, 10 years down the line, they can't become the fool. Or they can't well, expose who they appointed them, folk. And then on top right, of them, turn around. Even if but even if it were true, we all have been friends with somebody who we found out was low down and dirty at some point. But see, this was the kicker with me. He He's the king of throwing folks under the bus to take the shit off of him. And so he was willing to throw those people from Ericot under that damn bus, knowing that you were the one that was involved with having those people in place. Then on top of that, yes, we did see these people uh, pay stubs of how they getting paid. Then we were able to see these people that were on the board. Half of their asses didn't even live in Texas. Okay. Then we were actually four minutes shy of losing all power. Losing all power. And everybody was Six weeks that the entire state would have been without electricity. Except Beaumont, because Beaumont is on Louisiana grid, and I've been went down there to my grandma's house. I would have been down there. I have I have two aunts and a plethora of cousins in yes. Beaumont. I haven't talked to them outside of Facebook in quite some time. I think my dad's funeral was the last time, but I definitely would have touched and agreed. Because okay, I and scoot your ass over who cooking tonight. <laughs> My angry lady used to make a mean fried chicken. And Ooh. I would have been tagged. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, with this Ericot update, so the chairman uh, was fired, right? So now Governor Abbott then appointed somebody else. So let's see if he going to fuck up and then we're going to see what Abbott going to say then. You know, let, let, let's see who he gonna blame this time. You know, because I'm about tired of Mr. Hot Wheels with the bullshit. Like, I'm just tired of him. Like, I'm just tired. Yeah, it's, time, it's time for Governor Trump change to be out of there. 
and that old indicted Attorney General stinking ass. And, and uh, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Governor Patrick, his um big bird Barney built ass needs to go to. With that old with that old turkey neck chin that he be having, that's the only thing oh, I watch. Beto, Beto has pretty much he has to just formally announce, but he's pretty much put out there he's he running for governor. He I still wish she was the best attorney, but I'll be all right with Beto. But I still wish she was the best attorney. I, mean, personally, well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't strike out just yet because it may be a possibility that he run too. Because yeah, Sylvester's petty. Sylvester's petty. And the reason why I say that Sylvester's I think we need a governor that, that doesn't have an ulterior motive. And I think Beto has already made it known he wants to be president one day of the United States. So we don't need a in my opinion, we don't need a governor only coming to put it on his resume. We need a governor that actually cares about Texas. Sylvester has shown for the last 30 years that all he cares about is Texas. I'm going to tell you like this. Sylvester is petty than a motherfucker. And first of all, Sylvester like this, you come for me, bitch, I'm coming for you. So guess what? I, I think that he going to run just to create some shit to be yeah. petty. Just like he well, was he petty, petty. Little while while. As a black man in America, he petty and talk like a preacher. White people love him. Checkmate. Now, <laughs> what do you think about this Biden transition update? I can't believe we're still saying the Biden transition. You know what? <laughs> I'm just going to say this. Biden has done everything. These words that are like old now. I know. <laughs> and it's, to me, it's like Biden said everything he's done so far, everything that he said that he was going to do. You know what I mean, and and so by him with this uh, getting this stimulus bill approved, with the, you know, with the stuff that they got going on, my thing is this right here: y'all motherfuckers that don't like Biden, y'all shouldn't get no damn stimulus check. How about that? Because he got it to where you all can get quite a bit of funding, you know. And I'm mad because I can't get no damn stimulus check. Shit, I can't get none. So I'm going to say this again. Um, he's done everything that he said that he was going to do so far. And I really would like for him to continue with that. But clearly, our governor, Greg Abbott, doesn't see the same because he clearly wants to get on biting about the immigrants at the border and saying that they have COVID and stuff. But your ass running around here opening up Texas 100% and nobody has not, not everybody has been vaccinated. So that's the, the pot calling the camera black. You can kiss my ass. And I mean the shit. But then with the stimulus check bill that passed, what was so interesting to me with this, well, not interesting, it was more petty boots than anything else. I mean, they was forced to read 600 pages. That took 10 hours to read 600 pages before the stimulus bill was even passed. Who freaking does that? Like, I don't freaking get it. That is just dumb as hell to me. But really, it, it was petty as shit because you already know that the stimulus check bill was going to pass. It was going to it was just petty as shit for you to have these people to read 600 pages, which lasted 10 hours. You know what? I can't get 10 hours of my day back. Like, no. Like, we're going to pass this shit and we're going to move around. But see, just for them, a Republican, 
to do that, that was petty as shit to me. And I just can't get with it. I mean, Wendell, what's your thoughts on that shit? Well, first off, I'm sorry. I was over here trying to click so many things up. I done clicked that screen, yo. <laughs> I had so many lights blinking. I was just clicking. I said, oh, shit. I done clicked the wrong thing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's just petty. Petty power. That's how, that's how politics is. It's petty power, and I want the petty power, too. So it's just petty power. But I think that it was petty for that ridiculous senator to do it, but it was even more petty for them to read it. I lived. When they said, well, let's read all 600 pages. You want it? Let's do it. Look, at you got time? Because I got time today. <laughs> because what y'all know for sure is that we have the votes we need. So if y'all want to play this game, we can play it because we got the votes we need. Because we're going to get so it I, anyway. Yeah, I think that I agree with you what you were saying before I clicked out. Um, the, Biden, the Biden administration has gone above and beyond what they said they were going to do already. They, let's be clear. They were doing it before they even went into the White House. So it is what it is. They, they like want Biden, But even like, even with Biden dealing with the travel ban, you know, that, that travel ban order, executive order that he did. What basically that's been done, right? But first of all, they Trump should not have dismantled the, what's that, the World Organization that he dismantled? The World Health Organization. The World Health Organization. He should have dismantled that because guess what? We would not be in a pandemic right now because you already know how that works. If somebody would end up having... COVID-19, they already got the vaccine. They've been isolated the shit, and it's been done already. But no, he dismantled it. So yeah. what I like what Biden did is, is having it to where you got to have a negative COVID-19 test upon leaving and a negative COVID-19 test upon coming back unless you have a vaccine card. So I think that that right there was really good for him to do that and showing that he's taking this pandemic very seriously. and. Also, getting um, these getting people vaccinated because just like that thing they got at the NRG, um, they have like six thousand vaccines a day, and they're doing it for eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that the Biden um, administration, the Biden Harris administration, has done exactly what they needed to do. We are now getting back closer. To where we are, we know that Johnson and Johnson has entered the game. Um, they're only one shot, um, although they're like seventy-two or seventy-three percent. They're not. They're not a high as, as high a percentage as Moderna or Pfizer, but they are just one shot. They have entered, and they have a, they have over I think three million vaccines ready. So I think that that's the beauty of all of it, that by May, there's more citizens that are over the age of 18. Well, let me ask you this. Do you trust Johnson & Johnson? These are the same motherfuckers that run around here with that powder and, and giving folks a cervix shit. You know what I mean? But, like my grandma used to say, don't you put that powder in between your pants because, baby, you going to get that cancer. Well, I don't know about that. But I don't know about that. That's allegedly. I don't know about that. But what no, I do no, know. It ain't alleged. That's for real. Because they no, were no, so behind that. 
Well, what I mean, I'm saying that is I don't know. I'm saying allegedly because I, I I don't know it for a fact. But what no, I do know you know, is it's on one of the commercials. Like if you ever use Johnson and Johnson powder, you know. No, side effect. No, a side effect doesn't mean that you're guaranteed to get it. It's just saying that it could possibly happen. Yeah, but what, I, what I'm saying is that I got good old Moderna. My me vaccine too. is by Moderna. Me and Moderna did me right. I am I have not had any problems, but I'm still wearing my mask. I'm still following what my president said and my, my vice president said. I'm still following what and my mayor Turner said. I'm not Right. Well, I'm, I'm not listening to the guys already with a, with a handicap. I'm listening to the ones that don't have a handicap. I want to make sure I don't get a handicap. Okay, you know what? I'm going to tell you this here. I'm going to listen to science. I'm going to listen to what's going to make sense. And that don't make no goddamn sense. You run around here, don't have a mask on doing a whole freaking pandemic. And especially if they're telling you, even if you're fully vaccinated, you still have to wear a mask, dumbass. Because guess what? You can be a carrier of the COVID virus and give it to somebody else. It may not do nothing to you, but yeah. someone that's not vaccinated, you can fuck those people up, dummy. But I did see a legal note. Let me make sure I read the legal note. The legal note is that Johnson and Johnson is only lower because it was tested with the new variants. The other two were not tested with the new variants. So huh? what that pretty much means is that it could be that it was actually at a higher percentage had they been tested with the new variants. So um, and the new variants for those of you who may not understand what that is. Harris County here in Houston was the first county to actually get all four of the new strands of COVID-19. Um, so, so what that is saying is that Johnson Johnson, because it was the younger, um, the younger one of the three, it had the opportunity to actually be challenged up against those new variants, those newer, um, those newer opportunities to get a stronger um, version of coronavirus. So I do wow. want to make sure we say that. But I do have that good old Moderna. Me too. But you know I'm what, though? Another thing, what, which I got to look at too, y'all, is that if you have COVID and you have tested negative for COVID, right, you do know that you can't get the vaccine until 90 days. So that means you got to stay your ass in highs or whatever to keep yourself from getting it. And then what else I found that was interesting too is that um, when I was speaking with my children's uh, pediatrician um, mm -hmm. and I had asked him, did he get, you know, the, the vaccine? He was like, he, he told me, it was so funny. He told me, hell yeah, I got it. So anyway, he was saying that, I said, so when they going to have it for the kids? And he said that it's expected to come out in the fall for the children to get vaccinated. So I was like, baby, I'm finna line all mine up, line them up and shoot them down. We're not playing that shit. But then the new CDC guidelines, now check this out, y'all, with the new CDC guidelines, they're saying if you are vaccinated and you're around other people that are vaccinated, then you don't need to wear your mask. Like y'all can just party up what you do. But this is my thing. For people, like if you're going to have gatherings or if you're going to do anything like that, I'm, I saw something on Facebook the other day, y'all. And what it has, it has people that can come to your event 
to test everybody at your event before your event even gets started. Now, they charging, but what they do, they want to make sure, if you want to make sure that you're having a COVID-free party, you need to get everybody tested, and they're going to come to the location to test everybody, and you get the results back in 20 minutes. Mm. But you're going to pay a grip, but, you know, they got that. Then the, the next thing is what I found that was interesting, too, is that, when, when you're fully vaccinated, um, it's 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 crazy as to how you can still be a carrier. Like that that's crazy. So I don't I don't know when they'll shit that these new CDC guidelines may be changing by day, honey. I, I'm trying to grasp this whole concept because I'm well, so used to what has. Well, we all know that nothing is a hundred percent in this world right like absolutely nothing is 100 percent. the white house is what they would consider the safest place to be and they had two super spreaders while trump was in office <laughs> so we we had to find that we send a skeleton crew in first yeah but i do agree that the cdc has put out some new guidelines but what i would tell people is not to rush to jump on that i'm not trying to beat up the cdc because i do support the CDC, I do believe in the CDC um, and all those good things, but I'm reminded that the CDC was also the ones that was doing anything that Donald Trump said because they didn't want him to be mad at them. So they were saying a lot of BS um, when he was in office. So it just shows me that they don't really have integrity. Um, so as the old people say, you take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> so into further notice, wear your mask. Socially distant and wash those dirty ass hands. And then you know what else they said too? They have businesses that can turn your ass around too if you don't want to wear your mask. Then on well, top of that, you can rob it, you can get your ass arrested too. There's been plenty of businesses that have told y'all. I want to say 90% because even the um, even the Dallas Cowboys, which owner is a straight up Republican and was an avid Donald Trump supporter, he told y'all, y'all not coming to this game without no mask on, and we still not going to over above 75% capacity. So a lot of people are doing what they're supposed to do. Um, I just think that we all just have to keep being adults and making adult-like decisions when it comes to this. Dr. Matthews, as always, it has been great. I'm so glad to be back. And guys, I'm going to be, I'm back. I'm sorry. The past couple of weeks have been a little um, difficult for me because I've just been dealing with a lot emotionally, mentally, financially. Um, but but I'm, I'm definitely back. I'm definitely back. And I feel bad. Like tonight I was rushing because I was like, I gotta be on the show tonight. I have missed so many shows at this point. I've missed great interviews and I definitely want I definitely want to be a part of that Quarnell X interview. We gotta bring him back. But <laughs> so many great interviews that I just feel terrible about. So it is time that we start back cracking the case and getting back in there and pulling the whip out. Pretty much. Well, let me go on and pull out this quote y'all asked tonight. How about that? Quote it up. 99% of failures come from people who have a habit of making excuses. George Washington Carver. Mm. 
Let me go to run that one again, honey. Because I'm tired of Mr. High Wheels with these goddamn excuses. So I'm scared again. 99% of failures come from people who have a habit of making excuses. Governor Abbott, you have failed Texans with your poor, lackluster decisions. So that's why we're going to get your ass up out of there come 2022. And I say what I said. If you've ever played, you know the excuses are monuments of nothing. Those fools who use those tools of incompetence are masters of nothing. Nothing. Mm. Come on, George Carver. You know, I like George Washington Carver. I have a couple of issues with him. One of his books really pissed me off, but I like George Washington Carver. Yep, and I like because he made peanut butter. Remember, y'all can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You can catch us, catch us on all of your major platform um podcast platforms such as uh, Spotify, Apple um, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, all of them. Okay, all of them. Yes. We are all make sure that y'all find us, locate us to um share, 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 and like. Go to the Instagram and subscribe if you have a chance because we are here and we are speaking truth to power, and it's gonna always be uncut because that simply means that we do not answer to nobody but God, and we'll deal with that when we rest our eyes. And until then, may the favorite. <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Goodluck. I ask no favor for my sex. All I Shout ask of our brethren is that they take their feet off our necks. Our necks. And that little girl was me.